1: Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is in today. And our guest is Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies. We all know that uh, they're not making these appliances the way they used to. So let's talk about which appliance is giving you the most trouble this time. Your washer stopping in the middle of the cycle? Is your dishwasher leaking? How's that ice machine holding up for you? O oh, and AC and heat, too, this time of year. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877 mpb ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, Jeff Simmons from HouseWorks, and our guest today is Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies. We all know they are not making them like they used to, as far as appliances go, at least. Let's talk about which appliance is giving you the most trouble this time. That can include your HVAC system, your air, your heating, whatever. Uh, is your washer stopping in the middle of the cycle? Is your dishwasher leaking? And, of course, the ice makers. Oh, it's always the ice makers. Ice mm. makers and dryers. We could do an entire show on just ice makers and dryers. Sure. Yeah. You can share your comments with us and experiences this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How you fellas doing this morning?
2: Good. Absolutely good. Yeah. I'm doing great. Started at seven o'clock this morning in Carthage.
3: And, uh, wow. yeah. Yeah. So I got up at, um, five o'clock. Oh. That's yeah. about what time my dog started licking my face,
4: right? Yeah. Making you get up. Okay. <laughs> Dell, how's business? What's going on? Oh, it's good. We, uh, inside, uh, finishing up one. Oh, man, you're inside. This is the time of year to be outside, man. You well, we go got a little outside too. We yeah. got some, some side in things, but, um, uh, several projects going on so uh like the honey do list has grown a little bit but right i was gonna gonna say you know uh you know two months from now you're gonna wish you were
1: outside you know i mean because that was because two months from now it's gonna be cold and you're gonna have to be inside and uh doing that kind of work i I hope it's for it
4: i hope it's cold in two months right yeah Yeah. well we hope it's like what 90 now so we have been disappointed before you know um Seventy degrees in december yeah seventy four stuff no, like that one guy in the room is just fine with it being ninety degrees
1: outside man. that's Mr What are you talking about
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: because uh as as a person who services a c s this has got to be a great season for you man
3: It's been a good one yeah you know, we we're, we're, you usually get the uh the break in between uh summer. And then you know winter, but it looks like our our summer is going to just flop straight into right, winter, right? Right. You know, right. With these cold nights, so I mean, you really kind of don't get a break. But I'm I'm not complaining. Well, the cool nights, yeah, it is is that's amazing. We're at that time of the year yeah. right now
1: where we're doing the thirty to thirty five degree swings during mm-hmm. the day between fifty and
3: eighty five. Yeah, air conditioners hate that. Yeah. And older, you know, like elderly people, uh-huh. they, they don't like that because they're just steadily in there. T- t- Right, turn it. Back and forth. Switches yeah. going bad on thermostats. Uh huh. So. Gotcha. So
2: I guess it'd be safe to say Timmy's buying lunch today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we can go to McDonald's. Oh,
1: come on! <laughs> All right, guys. We got a full list of them. Let's get to it. Uh, Florence is on the line, and Natchez you got a question about caulking. You with us, Florence? Yes, I am. So what's going on? What are you trying to caulk? Uh,
5: the old asbestos shingles on these old uh, houses. And people say, don't caulk it, don't caulk underneath, don't caulk the uh, little split between the two shingles because the house has to breathe. But little spiders get in all those, and I'd rather not have the spiders. So is it okay to caulk these things tight?
1: There's a couple of ways to fix this. Number one is an exterminator. Yeah. Um, number two, so guys, should you caulk these asbestos shingles?
2: Well, if, first of all, first of all, your house shouldn't be breathing through the siding. That that's that's just not that's just not true. Um, and the old asbestos shingle is not going to expand and contract. Um, I don't see any reason why you could
4: not caulk that The only thing she may risk is uh, the shingle is designed for a certain amount of water to travel up under there through those no, 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 She's talking about siding siding. Yeah, well on the siding You can caulk as necessary, you mm-hmm. know for those like the little cracks or anything like that, you want to caulk those up to keep anything from getting in there. Okay, so we have uh, two
1: contractors free of charge today telling you, go ahead and caulk it. Yeah.
6: Right. They look a whole lot better when they're caulked and don't have those cracks. Well, Thank, you you, ma'am. Ma'am.
1: Thank you, ma'am. Let's go to Laura in Memphis is uh, right up your alley here, Timmy. Laura is in Memphis asking about a washing machine. What's going on, Laura?
7: Well, I have a washing machine that's about three years old, and um, it started resting around the a little plastic circle where you pour in the bleach, and it's gotten worse and worse. And I was wondering, uh, can that be fixed, or am I going to be dealing with a, a dead washing machine very soon?
3: Is it one of the new front loader styles?
7: Yeah. No, no, no. It's not a front loader. It's a top loader. Yeah. Um, no. But it's an HE. I don't know if that really has anything to do with it. Well,
3: some- um we've had a couple of different issues with those um if it's a top loader where the water comes in on the back side of it where it dumps over into the drum if that didn't get all the way over in there and is sitting there splashing the top of the drum is it doing that can you tell
7: um no i don't think so but i've not really paid that much attention to it so um I can look at it because it's one of those you know plexiglass top loaders.
3: Right, well, that, that would so. be the first thing I would try to look at. Between that and the drum filling up too much, and then when it starts agitating, if you don't have enough clothes in there, like if you got the the setting um, higher, like to say if you uh-huh. got it over on large load and you got a small load in there, it agitates that water like a the ocean does whenever the wind's blowing real bad. So when it starts doing that, it splashes. If it splashes up too high and it does it almost every time, eventually it'll start rusting the top ring oh, of that thing.
7: Okay.
3: Oh. So All
7: make sure right, to well. adjust
3: the load type. It's, uh,
7: okay, I can do that. But how is it going to eventually? It's
3: like, going to eventually rust. It. Yeah, it's eventually going <laughs> to rust out. <laughs> the only thing that you could oh, do man. is you could, if you could get in there, you could try to sand it down some, try to get as much as rust as you can, and you can go to like an appliance store and buy appliance paint, and you can just okay. you know take some newspaper, underline you know the the bottom you know that way you don't get it in the drum, and just spray the top rim of that thing.
7: Right. Oh, okay. I'll do that.
3: Okay. All right. right. Thanks, Laura. We appreciate it.
1: Number of calls, 877-MPB-RING. Got a couple of lines open now. Let's go to Sandy in Tupelo. Sandy, you want to ask about a high-efficiency washing machine? Sandy? Uh, Yes. Yeah, you're going to want to turn your radio down because that's really going to throw you off.
6: All right. Let me do that.
1: There we go. We'll wait. We need that little theme from Jeopardy! to play. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <First time. Yeah. laughs> okay. All right, Sandy.
6: Well, I have a high efficiency front loader washing machine, and uh, sometimes, fairly often here lately, it's well, I'll come back in here after I've washed a load like the next day, and there'll be water in there. Sometimes it looks like it's as much as a quart. Sometimes it's a cup or two. But I didn't know. I may just have to contact the. Wash machine repairman.
3: Well, that, that's I don't what know Timmy if it's is. Is it
6: hurting anything
3: or not? Is it just not draining, Timmy? That's what it sounds like. It sounds like uh, either it's not spinning them out good enough, uh-huh. and then all the, the wet clothes sit in the bottom of it. Uh-huh. So it's just draining down, you know, especially if it's uh-huh. waiting a day. But it could also be you got springs on the back side of that washing machine that help. Um, Keep the drum pointed down because the the drum has a little outlet to you where the water comes out of the uh-huh. bottom of it. So if it's not tilted back, you know then that could be the the issue. Right. You know. Okay. So it, it's either it's not spinning them out good enough, or you have a leveling problem with that drum. And how is that how, how well, is that fixed? You have to call a repairman, okay, or something like that. Yep. It's uh it's
6: spinning out all the way because the clothes you know aren't wet.
3: So, so you just got out. just. Just water sitting in the bottom of that drum. Yes, but sometimes
6: it won't be there. I mean, it might be two or three days later. I hadn't washed. and I go in there and I see it. So it's got to be slow, and slow
3: sometimes drain. it not do it at all. Does it? Does it smell real bad when that happens? Oh
6: uh,
3: no. Okay. Now, I mean, the thing, it, the thing about those washers, they have a pump. You know, it pumps that water out of there, and once it starts pumping, and it, then it just basically relies on a siphon. You know, once you fill mm-hmm. that hose all the way up. So I mean, if it's not. Well, I mean, honestly, that wouldn't be it either because it's got a pump. it yes, it's right. going to pump the water out of there. Um, yeah, this sounds like a call to a repair person. Mm, yep. Okay, well, I may just put up with it
6: unless it would hurt something. I mean,
3: it's not uh, going to really hurt anything because your should be stainless a stainless agitator in there. I um, idea. And It should have a plastic drum, so it's not really going to hurt anything. You just might pick up a mildew smell every once in a while coming off of it. Yeah. Okay. Nothing, okay. So I would, I would try getting the clothes out of there quick as you can so it's not sitting in that water. You yeah, know, I, the, I, I usually yeah. do. Yep.
6: All right. Well, I appreciate it. Yes, Thanks, ma'am.
3: Sandy. We appreciate it. Uh-huh. Uh, lots Bye-bye. of
1: calls to get to today. Anna is on the line in Meridian and has a question about washing machines. Are you with us, Anna?
8: Yes, I'm here.
1: So what's going on with your washing machine?
8: Oh, hi. Um, I have a Whipple. It's really old, and it stops. Sometimes in the middle of the cycle, like you said, and I was like, oh, maybe I gotta call. Um, the, but sometimes it, it goes through the whole cycle. And I had somebody come and check it, and I paid $100 for him to say, well, it could be the timer, well, it could be the motor. And at the end, I didn't get any real answer. I was like, I just said nothing. Um, so I don't know. So
1: are you saying it's just not cleaning after the full cycle?
8: No. Um, like it stops, and it will go click, click. I have an old machine, it's old. So, um, so let me see, like it goes from the, the beginning of the cycle, and then some just before it goes to rinse, it stops, or ah. the even there it just it starts you know it fills and then it runs, you hear uh-huh. the noise, and then it stops and it goes to just click, click, and it will continue clicking until the end but, but, but nothing moves
1: oh, okay. that sounds like it a timer yeah uh the the you said it was an older machine, so it has a knob at the top that you would turn. Right. Okay. The the way those little timers work in those, um, uh, there is a replacement part for that that will probably fix your problem.
3: Um, Timmy, are those things easy to get? Yeah, it's not too hard. Um, You know, just make sure it's unplugged before you, you know, start trying to mess with it. I mean, it's usually have a Molex plug that plugs in the back of it. Right. You know, normally not just a whole bunch of wires to try to figure out. But, um,. And that's that's kind of what it sounds like, you know, when that timer goes bad. I mean, for all man doing, don't get rid of it, you know, use right. it, you know, because the timer, even if it costs you a hundred bucks, you know, it's still, that washer still lasts you a long time. You go get a new one, you're going to have problems with it two years down the road. Right. And then, you know, so definitely hang on to it. Just get a part for right. it. And Anna, what that is, the the timer on a washer
1: works a lot like an old wind up clock, kind of like an old spring sort of situation. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it works kind of like that, and sometimes they just get sprung.
3: You know, it's like an old grandpa clock. Yeah. Yeah.
8: so, so the, the fact that <clears throat> sometimes it just that's a, a load completely without you having to do anything, but, it, it just still is it's faulty. Like, sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Sometimes it'll it'll come on you know, and work fine. And other times it'll just it won't.
8: Right. right okay okay because so, i thought it was the size, of the, the size of the load and so if we put small load then it, most of the time it just goes it's perfect
3: it's probably just a coincidence yeah, ah. yeah. <laughs>
8: okay um well thank uh-huh. you and I'll, i guess there is a way to find out the model and stuff and get a timer somewhere right yeah,
3: usually yeah. whenever you open up the lid um uh-huh. there's a, a little tag and there's somewhere on the on the the frame of it, you can just get that model and serial number on it. You can probably yeah. just order a part. Just look for a timer.
8: Right. Got it. All now, right. I, the other question I had mm. was about the AC uh, system that I don't know what it's called, the unit that is outside for the central um,
3: mm-hmm. condenser yeah. unit.
8: Uh-huh. That I was told that if you have a dryer vent coming out really close to the AC unit, mm, that's gonna
3: clog that condenser coil up.
8: Right.
3: What I tell people to do is take that cover off that dryer vent, uh-huh. and you can go to Home Depot and buy a piece of pipe and an elbow. You can just pop it on and then run that thing down further away from the air conditioning unit. Try to get it away from it because basically what happens all the length that goes through there gets clogged up on that condenser coil and it makes it head pressure rise up, which I know that's a little Chinese to you, but basically just makes your air conditioning run really inefficient
8: right okay so could you please tell me again what do
3: i need to get just another piece of pipe is a four inch piece of pipe it goes on that you just take the cap off of the dryer vent where it's outside Uh take it off Buy one of those little elbows up there you just go up here to your you know nearest hardware store and they'll they'll find something for you just a little elbow that pops onto it and then get a piece of pipe and run on down just a little bit further past that air conditioning about four or five feet and you should be fine
8: Oh, All right, okay.
3: and uh, we
1: appreciate it. Thanks, Thank thanks you. for your call. Uh, wow. Okay, so we have. Timmy McClendon in this morning, of course from AC Remedies. We also have two other very very bored contractors this morning, so
3: <laughs> please feel free to call for whatever problem you have. I didn't know you. I, think, uh, I think Jeff is going to start drawing here in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, He's doodling. A, I'm doodling a little. He's got yeah. half a
1: smiley face, it looks like. Yeah. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what appliance is giving you the most trouble, or what any other DIY situation going on? You can call us with your questions, comments, Just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
10: Coming up this week on MPB's At Issue, who will be the next president of the United States? Hillary Clinton. I will do everything that I can to make sure that you have good jobs with rising incomes. Or Donald Trump. We are going to
9: make America strong again, and we are going to make America great again, and it has to start
10: now. The race for the White House is in its final lap. Republican Austin Barber and Democrat Brandon Jones break down the candidates on At Issue, this Friday at 7.30 p.m. on MPB-TV.
1: Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is here. Our guest today is Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We were just talking during the break that... uh to me, it's always a really popular show when you come on, and uh, lots of calls about appliances. And so Jeff says, You know, if I'm listening to this show and I'm a young person in school, I'm going for a appliance repair. And uh, you'll always have a job, apparently. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, I'll uh, make some money. You, yeah. So, all right, let's uh, keep going straight to the phones. We've had uh, Lynn has been on the long. Uh, oh, wait, no, no. Jerry is on the road. He's got a question about a, a washing machine and a fridge issue. We're coming to you, Lynn. Hang on. Jerry, you with us? How are you doing? Good. So what's going on? I have two issues. One with a dryer and one with
9: a, a refrigerator. Okay. Uh, my dryer is a, a front loader. Uh, I, I guess I'll call it the flaps inside the dryer. One of the screws that worked its way out of it, is that something that I can fix myself? And if it is, do I approach it from the front or the rear?
1: One of the, one of the screws?
9: Yeah. You know, you know the three left flaps inside the dryer, when it turns around the it the screws worked out one of those flaps it came loose.
2: Oh, the, I think he's talking to Finn in the drum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, right.
3: Okay. Talking okay. about a dryer. Mm-hmm.
9: All right, inside the
3: dryer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those uh, depends on which one you have. You can some of them pop off, mm-hmm. and then some of them you have to take off the the the, the whole cover. Um, and it's just like two or three Phillips head screws in there usually that just you know what, just screw it on there. What brand? LG
10: front
9: loader.
3: LG. Okay. I'm gonna
9: push it uh, the flat.
3: Um, not sure, but it, it, yeah, it just depends. I mean, honestly, it just depends on the 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 model of it. I mean, I can't LG that makes tons of them. Right. Um, sometimes you got to pop that whole cage off, and then uh-huh. you know just spin the drum with your hand. Then you can you know tighten the screw up. You know if you find it laying in the bottom, but if it's inside the little um, fin thing, then you're gonna have to pop the fin off. But there's going to be a bunch of little, it's pretty cool, actually, whenever you open one of those things up, because there's a bunch of little tiny lint balls, Uh and they're perfectly round circles. Really? Every time. Huh. It's awesome. Um, So I
1: would chase after it with that, Jerry. And uh, by the way, if it ends up that you have to take the front of uh, the washer off or the dryer off by any washing or dryer, please unplug it first before you stick your hand up in there. (laughs) All right. So what about the fridge?
9: On my refrigerator, uh, it uh,
1: makes ice, but it does not dispense ice. It's side by side. Hmm. Throw out the fridge and get a new one.
3: (laughs) 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 Ice makers are always fun. Um, Sometimes, uh, you know, is is the ice in the door? Yeah. It is in the door. And then the little agitator, there's a little spiral ring thing that that goes up. Um, There's a little motor in there that turns it. If that motor is... Gone out I mean it's just you have to change out that little motor which sometimes can be a pain in the butt because trying to get that little you know little right. spinner it's like the wizard at the fair Right. you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. you know you sit there and take the little ring you yeah, try to go out. Yeah. it's exactly like that I mean just reaches up in there and just spins the ice right, right. Another way to repair, Mandy, huh? yeah well I mean you might be able to do it I mean it can it just sometimes it can be kind of a pain in the, in to the rear to. to get to All right.
1: okay thank you alright thanks
3: Jerry Let's go to uh, Lynn and Laurel. Lynn, I'm so sorry
1: we had to keep you on the line so long. We're just trying to get to them as soon as we can. How's it going? Hello? Hello, Lynn. Yes. All right, so you wanted to ask about solar shingles? Yes.
5: I saw just part of a, well, infomercial or whatever on television yesterday, and instead of the big panels that really look bad on a house, Mm -hmm. the panels that he was talking about or look like shingles. They're like look like about maybe oh, six or seven inches wide and then you know, longer. Right. You know, just a nice rectangle. And it showed some that they a house that they had put um uh, the sh- these solar shingles on and it looked just like you had put the really expensive shingles on the house. Mm-hmm. And that seems like that would be wonderful because it's something you know, tree limb fell on something. You wouldn't have to have a whole solar panel like they spread all over the roof.
1: Right. Prepared. Well, solar is fantastic. The one thing you've got to remember about solar is that it, solar doesn't matter unless you have a good electrician put that power back into your home mm-hmm. properly. Otherwise, it's 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 not as good an investment as as you might think.
2: Uh, right. Yeah. You know that I'm not familiar with. With what you're talking about, but it's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, I love solar, but I hate the look. Right. Exactly. Y- you know? Um, it's so, yeah. True. But if someone has come out with a solar panel that looks like a shingle, that, oh, that would be very exciting. Game changer. Um, yeah. I can see it taking several, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, solar is, is, it takes a large
4: panel. Uh huh. To create a small amount of electricity, mm-hmm. that's a neat idea. I yeah. mean, right. the whole side of the house, and you can get that power back in. I yeah. said, go for it. Be one of the and first. That's
5: why my roof is. I have sun morning and evening.
4: Oh mm-hmm. yes, yeah.
5: And uh,
2: uh, work out really good. for mm-hmm. to be great. Yeah, there's there's a lot to it, you know, because your solar's got to go into a battery pack and mm-hmm. so on, and so forth. But but yeah, I think it's well worth investigating.
5: All right. Okay. Right. Thank Thanks, so Lynn. Hi. Right. Bye.
1: Right. We're gonna to go to John and Hazelhurst. He uh John, you're looking for a recommendation uh for a washer? John, are you with us? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, there
9: I'm you. here. Um yeah, I wanted to ask Timmy, um I'm gonna be in the process of buying a new washer and dryer because the uh the the, the, the front loading that I've got I've kinda of realized that all my towels stink and so that means probably us stink. So what would Timmy what would buy if he was going to buy a uh, a washer and dryer now?
1: Hang on, hang on. I got this. I got this. Before, before Timmy answers, he's been on the show several times, so we've been able to learn a lot of stuff from him. I remember one time Timmy coming on the show and said, stop buying the really expensive, all the voodoo washers and dryers. And, and get get the cheaper model and all the warranty they sell. Yeah. I think this is okay.
3: true. I mean, like, honestly, a, I, I'm the kind of... do a top
9: loading or a, or would you do a top loading or a front
3: loading? Yeah, no, i definitely do a, a, a top loading washer and just the old school, you know, front loading dryer. Um and honestly, I'd probably find a repair company around that, that fixed them, fixed the old ones. I mean, you go in my house and you look at my stuff. I mean, you're like, man, this dude date is dated. Right, you know, but I mean, for one, you know, my wife, she loves it when I pick on her. But that's about the only thing she can operate. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but she uh, also, you I mean, get, just the parts on them. Just so like, you know, I got a couch for you to sleep on. Right. <laughs> man, yeah. like I might need it now. <laughs> but I mean, the the old school stuff. I mean, they, they're proven. You know, they they work. It, you can't. I mean, man, you can you can take a digum uh sledgehammer and whoop it to death i mean make it look like a mangled piece of digging metal and it still works you know i mean anything older you know is going to be your best bet if you go buy something newer buy something that doesn't have all your bells or whistles like if you wanted to get a front loader um don't buy anything with no bells or whistles it's got a a two or three knobs at the most and a buzzer you know yeah the Um, more stuff to break the more stuff will break yeah so stay away from can i say brands
9: yeah that sounds exactly yeah. what I need. And uh, any any brands and washers now that you like?
3: Yeah, anything you like, like, right? like right. Whirlpool, GE, stuff like that, great. Okay. Stay away from anything that was made from China, like LG, Samsung, uh-huh. know, Takagi, okay. anything like that. Stay away from it um, just because they have too many bells and whistles. You know, it's just All right. stuff breaks too much.
1: That sounds great. Thank you.
9: I just don't want to stink anymore. <laughs> hey, hey,
3: man, I'm with you on that. All right. Hey, it. Th- yes, sir.
1: Thank Bye. you, sir. That you know what, uh, Amanda, if you're listening, there's a new slogan for you. If you don't want to stink, right? Call Timmy. Yeah,
3: <laughs> you'll yeah. love it. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. You know what, uh, Jonas? Do we need to take a break here? All right, all right. We're going to get Sarah here. And Tupelo is buying a new dryer, and this is a big deal. What's going on, Sarah?
6: Well. I was calling about how to buy a dryer also. Uh,
5: any, Any more specifics to look for?
3: It, just the brands, you know, um anything USA made is gonna be your best brand. And you which know?
1: one which ones
3: do we know are USA made? Jimmy? G G, Whirlpool, you know, brands like that. If you go actually if you go into one of your big box stores, mm-hmm. they're gonna have a sticker on there that says a USA. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So if it even sounds like it might be Chinese or Japanese made, something like that, you know, far mm-hmm. as like Samsung L G and that's the ones you need to stay away from. Well, this is this is something I wanted to ask, is that this is not—I uh, want to make sure, Sarah, that
1: everybody understands. This is not Timmy just doing this because it's buy American, be patriotic. No.
3: This is this is a more quality product, is it's, what he's endorsing. And, and I'm going to be honest with you, even more quality, it's also it's cheaper most of the time, too. Because yeah. you got to think, when, if you buy something from overseas, I mean, uh-huh. they have to make it over there. It gets made cheaply, you know, uh-huh. with cheaper parts, and then it has to get shipped all the way over here. Right. Huh? You know, then whenever you have to, something does happen to it. And I'm going to tell you, this is just a horror story for me. We have one lady that has an LG and we had to order a part for There's mm-hmm. a, a motor on it. Right. Well, that motor literally said it was on back order and it was going to be two months for she got the oh, motor. Oh, man. So I basically just tell her, I mean, either use a laundromat Mm-hmm. Or buy another, get another one. Or another machine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. the best way to do it. I mean, it, just go up here to one of your big stores, look for something USA made. You can't go wrong with it most of the time. Just don't buy anything that has a bunch of bells and whistles. If it's got a steamer on it, stay away from it. You know, if it's got, you know, some other little thing you've never heard of, if, stay away from it. Right. If it says fluff you right. know, and, and delicate, <laughs> right. you know, get it because, I mean, that's right. something that's been around for years. You right.
1: Know? <laughs> I'm All right. Chris. Thank you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. All right. You know, we do need to take a quick little break. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what appliance is giving you the most trouble? It looks as though Timmy is willing to... Uh take a shot today and and, and give some recommendations on things. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
0: home for live election coverage. Listen on election night for results and analysis from Mississippi's election authority, Mississippi Public Broadcasting.
10: Hi, I'm Sharita Brent. Coming up this morning at 10 on Everyday Tech, Jeremy Thompson and Wilt Couture will talk about the cloud exactly what it is and what you can do with it we'll also talk about google drive dropbox and other services you can send us an email before or during the show to everyday at mpbonline.org and be sure to join the conversation this morning at 10 for everyday tech right here on mpb think radio
0: this is an mpb think radio podcast To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest today is Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. I'd like to apologize to our other two contractors here. Uh, Dell and Jeff, because uh, Timmy's here and everybody wants to know about their appliances. But you can get your DIY questions answered. Just call 877-MPB-RING. Matter of fact, phones are full right now. Let's go to Bert and Mantachi. He's got a question about a dishwasher. Are you with us, Bert? Morning. Morning. So what's going on with this dishwasher?
9: Alright, um, I think it's a Frigidaire, but I'm not positive. Uh, it It's got a almost constant Sour smell. I, I've taken apart uh, the arm, uh, pulled out all the components down in, in the bottom. Uh, in the past, i pulled out glass, i pulled out both, uh, and that kind of fixed it. But for several months now, even when I've taken everything apart uh, down in, in, in the bottom, uh, it continues to stink. I, I've used uh, 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 vinegar, uh, baking powder, and such, run it empty. Uh, it continues to maybe clear up for a couple days, but then it just goes back to a a bad, sour smell.
3: Is there like a trap issue? Yeah, that's what I was sitting there thinking. Um, If you look in, is it hooked up to your garbage disposal? Yes. Where do you smell the smell? Is it right on top of the dishwasher or somewhere real close to the sink?
9: Uh, just when you open the door, it's
3: pretty. Only when you open the door.
9: Yeah.
3: I yeah, mean, the, the little pump that's up under there. They have a, this little plastic cover that's got some, like maybe three snap pieces on there, like little hook that snaps over the top. You can take that snaps off, pull that plastic piece out. Don't worry, there's not going to be a bunch of springs and gadgets that fly out at you. You're mm. like, oh my god, mm. you know what? <laughs> but most of the time, that little Fan, well, not a fan. It's like a little pump fan um, in there. It gets a bunch of debris and stuff clogged up in there from all yeah, the food. I've
9: already, I've already cleaned all that out. Let me ask you this: I, I've recently started using the the capsule packet cleaner packets versus the liquid because it didn't, it didn't drain well. It kind of always leaked down the inside of the door. Do you think there's a residue related to that package that's almost invisible? <sighs>
3: I mean, that stuff, I mean, it dissolves pretty good. I mean, I would say no, you know, that's weird, man. If you clean that little pump out, I mean, it seems like that would have done it.
9: Yeah, there's three hex screws in there that I've taken out. Like I said before, I found bones or or, or particles of glass, uh,
3: yeah. and that's when
9: it wasn't draining. And and it doesn't seem to drain well, but it just just stinks.
1: Bert, you said that it was a moldy smelling?
9: Oh, <laughs> It's uh, just kind of more of a, a
1: sour. Well, let me let sour. me ask: um, Have you pulled the dishwasher all the way out? No. I'm wondering if you might not have a leak behind yeah. that dishwasher that has gotten to some of the wood behind it, or yeah. flooring, or something of that nature. I think I think that that makes more sense. Okay. It, and it may be worth just pulling the whole thing out. And, and you know, I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, junk it, but pull it out from the wall so you can see what's sure. going on. Maybe you might have some standing water behind there. Yeah, or what, you know.
3: Well, one other thing, um, the, the little plastic, clear plastic hose that comes off of that dishwasher and goes over to your disposal, mm-hmm. that thing needs a gravity loop in it. All you're doing is making a little True. lasso, put it up, zip tie it up somewhere, uh-huh. and that's right. going to help any kind of other smells coming from maybe the garbage disposal getting inside yeah. that dishwasher. Works just like a pee trap under your sink. Yep. Yeah. They, yeah. By, no, by manufacturer specs, it's got to have a, a gravity loop on it. Right.
9: It does have, now that you say that, it does kind of have, uh, if you get some gravité down in your inner your disposal, uh, it does smell similar to that.
3: Okay. I uh, that, that would take some lemon, take, you know, just a lemon, cut it in half, chunk it down to the disposal, turn the thing on, run some hot water in there, clean that, you know, that lemon, to just eat all that junk out of there. Um,
9: as far as the solution in the dishwasher is uh, ammonia, bleach, vinegar, vinegar, uh, baking soda,
3: anything. Yeah, vinegar, baking soda is fine. I don't know if I'd use ammonia. You know, okay. Um, they're probably too abrasive, you know, you don't, those pumps in there, you know, the little, the little tiny shaft, right. um, it, it might eat eat away at some of the bearings or whatever inside there, you know, so I, I would be careful. But you can use, like, go buy you one of those little lemon squeezes mm-hmm. and dump some lemon down inside the little strainer deal on the bottom of that dishwasher mm-hmm. and let it seep down in there. That'll help, too. All right.
9: All right, good deal. Thank y'all.
3: Thanks,
1: Bert. Yes, we appreciate it. All right, let's keep going. Uh, we've got a couple of folks on the line. Uh, Marie is on the line in Cenotopia, and she's got a question about a washing machine. Are you with us, Marie? Marie? And three. Marie. Two. Yes. Hey, there yes. we go. Say <laughs> yes. um, I'm here. Yep. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So uh, what's your question about a washing machine?
7: Yes, um, we purchased a washing machine uh, from Sears, and it has a loud noise as if the machine is overloaded, but it's not. Uh, they sent out a repairman, and he said that it was something dealing with water efficiency.
3: Hmm. Water efficiency? Like you're not getting enough? So did he fix it?
6: No, he said there wasn't anything wrong with it.
3: Oh. Well, that's cheap <laughs> yeah. um air in the land or something like that <clears throat> he said it was it had something to do with water efficiency
7: yes uh, saving on uh water and he's got a, a power
3: saving mode or something a water saving mode does it does it have a mode on there where you can click it out of that? no. Huh. That don't make no sense because I mean it, you know it's not saving water. I mean the thing's going to fill the drum up however it needs it has it has it's, to that's yeah, how it I mean, washes the thing you know with the new front loaders they don't use near as much as water as mm-hmm. your old traditional you know stand up <laughs> one um but I would oh, I don't know i'd be I wouldn't let that go you yeah. know if it's under a warranty, you know I wouldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. I, I keep calling them until something's fixed. Yeah, my wife yeah. is really. good or a at new doing one. That. Yeah, <laughs> she, she'll call.
1: Sorry about and, that. Hey Marie, you stumped the chump today. That was pretty good. Yeah. All
7: right. And well, they were saying that it was uh, that all of the newer machines sound like that.
3: If this no, I mean if it's loud and annoying, you know, I mean it, the, every machine now, even including the air conditioners, washers and dryers and dishwashers, they're made to be quieter. Right, they, they won't. They don't even want you to know the thing is running. Right, now you come to my house, you watch TV, and you turn on the washing machine, you you hear that thing back. <laughs> just because it's old school. Always oh, right. at the I, repairman's I, house. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, that's just I, I don't like newer stuff. But right. you know, it sounds it sounds like he filled you up full of junk. Okay. You know, I'm I would call back, Marie. Yeah, I would definitely call him back because I mean, it's not supposed to make noise. I mean, they're they're made to be quieter and more efficient. Right. You know.
7: Okay. All Thank right. you very much.
3: Thank you. All right. Number of calls eight seven
1: seven MPB ring. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Scott is in Jackson. He's got a uh, air conditioner condenser line issue. I think I got that right. Scott, are you with us? I am. I am. So, so what's going on?
10: All right. So I've got um, three condensers outside of my house and. I bought an old house 1940 and all of the insulation piping on the condenser lines running to my sending unit have been uh, corroded, I would say. Um, I was wondering, aside from rewrapping them with new self-adhesive insulation foam, if there was a better way or an additional way to insulate those lines to help maximize the efficiency of my unit. Wow.
3: Yeah, as far as the, you got a a high side, which is your really small lines, usually three-eighths. Yeah. And then you got one that's three quarter or seven eighths. The three eighths line should never be insulated. You know right. that, they don't want those to be insulated just because of the heat exchange it has to go through. It's actually relieving heat um, going to the evaporator. Um, Correct. So I would just basically what I like to use is what they call Armaflex. You can buy it at your big big store. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. say. I don't think I can. Say. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you, you go up here. It's called Armaflex. Don't use the foam type. You know where it's like. You know, like a like the old school foam. You know, it's got the little self adhesive sides where you just stick them together. Go buy you some Armaflex. It's like a real spongy type insulation. More,
10: more rubbery.
3: Exactly, and you split it, just split it, and slide it on, and then take some like two inch electrical tape is what I like to use because it covers more ground, and just wrap it up all the way down. Hmm. Um, You want to wrap it nice and tight. You know, you don't want to leave any kind of gaps or looseness in there. You know. Um, as long as it's nice and tight and you got that uh, electrical tape on there, that's going to help seal that barrier too, where it's not, you know, so it's keeping that refrigerant line nice and cold coming back to the condenser.
10: Okay. okay. Now, how about separating the cold line and the hot lines? Is there a better way to do that? Uh, whenever I had, um, okay, so I'm going to back up a little bit. I pulled the brick veneer off of my house because the foundation was in such disarray that it had spider cracks all over it. And it just looked awful. So I was coming back with a hardy plank siding. Well, when I pulled that off, it revealed the the condenser lines, and I mean they were almost wrapped around each other. And I can't imagine if that. Yeah. In any way.
3: That's the way you know. I mean, this this old you know the, what I the way I do it is, I, I you know my suction line already comes pre-insulated, my big line, and okay. all I do is put you know my my liquid line, which is a smaller one, right there beside it, and I tape up about every three foot where it's taped together. Uh, that's just for purposes of trying to pull it through an attic, and that way you're not getting hung up on stuff. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if it's wrapped up around each other, you know, I mean, it's not really a whole lot you can do except for unwrap it. But trying to unwrap something like that is going to be a mm-hmm. a, a turkey, it, especially copper.
10: Exactly. So instead of electrical tape, could I use um like a thicker Gorilla tape, uh, mostly at the seams, to, to help that bind together and...
3: You can, yeah. I mean, there's, there's really no, you know, I, I like using electrical tape one because it's, you know, efficient. I mean, it's real easy to work with, and it's a lot cheaper than, you know, buying something like Gorilla Tape. Okay. Um, you know, so I mean, you can use any kind of tape you want as long as it sticks.
10: All right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how about as far as, um, let's say, uh, bringing it closer to the exterior of the building? So, like I said, I pulled the brick veneer off, and I'm coming back with the Hardy siding. Um, I was going to border on either side of my condenser lines running up into the attic uh, with, with, let's say, a two-by-four and then cap it with a one-by-six? With closing them off like that, is there any way I could... Add extra insulation in there that would maybe make a difference, or should I just let them
3: yeah. breathe? It, it might, it might make some difference. I mean, like I said, the high side line, you know, it really doesn't need to be insulated. But I mean, if, if it's going through an insulated wall, that'd be about the same thing as you're doing, you know, putting in a little cavity and insulating. So there's really no difference in that. You just don't want to wrap it, you know, with okay. with an insulation. All right, Scott, all right. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to cut you off there, Bill. We we got
1: seventy two thousand calls to get to.
10: So. Hey, right, well, hey, thank y'all very much. Sorry, all right, thanks. Thank
1: you. Ah, oh, we lost Charles in Oxford. Yeah, sorry about that. All right, let's uh, let's keep moving on to uh, Mikey and Mobile. What is oh, this is going to be good. Mikey challenging Timmy. What is Timmy's definition of older for appliances? How how, how are you, Mikey?
6: Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you as usual for the. Vast information. (laughs) I mean, for real. Okay, I'm going to be brief. Um, What happens if appliances have been set for a time, um, as in a washer-dryer and uh, also a dishwasher? What do you mean by older? Is Frigidaire included in
10: your... um,
3: Recommended. Yes, ma'am. That's American all. Eight. It is. It's all made by the same same company: GE, Whirlpool, Frigidaire. Um, what I mean by older, anything that Mama may have used, you know, back whenever you know, use you a kid. You know, I probably not on the whole yard. I don't want to, you know, guess or anything like that. See, get myself any kind of trouble. But you know, the, I almost <laughs> want to use uh, these Jasons you know, sense while ago of the old olive or pea green right. type color. You know, right. I mean when I say <laughs> not that old now yeah, <laughs> not, yeah, not not necessarily <laughs> that old, but I mean something, you know, in that genre there. Let's I mean, say let's say uh, 10, let's, 10, 10, 15 years. So you know? let's say let's say two thousand. There you go. That's a good one. Okay. Two thousand yeah. All they right. actually made really good appliances in two thousand. Oh, where's it's the cutoff? Like, yeah the cutoff is probably really around two thousand ten is when they really just started just getting crazy. Crazy. Really, you know, that's whenever they just like, hey, let's let's put a clapper right. on this thing, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and that's that's usually whenever you start coming into problems when you have all these extra bells and whistles, right. you know. Don't get me wrong, when I say older, you know, I don't really mean older. I'm just saying stay away from stuff that has so many bells and whistles. Um, I I like to, when I go to somebody's house, I I honestly, I don't like working on those type appliances just because they're so much harder to work on. You got so many switches and so many sensors in there from all these extra bells and whistles. You stick with the older stuff. It's got an old knob and it Mm -hmm. controls one motor. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it's easier to work on. It's more efficient for me to come out there and be there for an hour instead of being there for an hour, just trying to take the thing apart. Yeah. And each hour is money. Yeah. So. So it saves you money by sticking with something, you know, simpler right you know the don't get me wrong I mean, the bells and whistles are cool right you know i mean i like them but my wife can't use them you know i mean she just is not capable of doing that Timmy, older stuff works better it mean, does. Just, I'm proving it, it fast. I mean, I'm
2: older than you. Well,
3: look, oh. that's older stuff. That. <laughs> well, look, listen this to, is this, listen to this right here. Every <laughs> every call that we've had so far is about they talked about new stuff and that new stuff. they said, well, there's water in here. They're, it's right. making my clothes right. smell. It's this. It's that. And did you ever hear anything like that coming from somebody that says, "I got a 1990." No, you know, no you know. that's true. They're still at no. home kicking up, listening to that thing run, and wearing right. some nice clean clothes.
1: <laughs> right, that's true. true. All right.
3: Mikey, hope that
1: helped out. We're going to keep going with that same thing. Gretchen is on the line in Jackson and uh, has, has a, a similar thing going on. Gretchen, what's your comment on uh, new versus old appliances?
5: <laughs> well, it's kind of the same, but I have a little twist on this, on new, new. Okay, uh, new, new. Through uh, the... I think my other uh, Kenmore was 1998. Never had a bit of trouble with
1: it. Yes, and you
5: are right. I think uh, 2010 was the year we had some new legislation no. that went in.
1: Gretchen, you still with us? Oh, R- Gretchen, R- Gretchen got cut off. That was going to be a really cool story. I'm sure of it. All right. These, these things happen. All right, let's let's uh, let's move it on to Teresa in uh, Evanville, Tennessee, and she's got a leaky washer. I bet she hit the mute button. Probably. So, sorry. Uh, so, uh, Teresa, you with us? Yes, sir. So what's going on with your leaky dishwasher?
7: Well, I started all of a sudden. Uh, it's an older dishwasher, and turned it on the other day, and it's leaking water all over the floor. Do I
3: need to replace a seal? Uh, do I need to replace the dishwasher? Hmm. It, it could be a couple of different things. Um, one could be the seal around the door, like you said. Yeah. And some could be the hosing or, or the pump. The pump, okay. you know, if it's an older one, it could have cracked. You know, they're all mostly made of plastic. Um, sure. So, you know plastic cracks and just nothing you can really do about it but sometimes that's all it is is just a little crack and don't get me wrong I mean I'm the kind of guy I don't think J.B. Well won't fix something right you know I mean if, if I think it'll fix you know I'm gonna put it on there right
1: yeah mm-hmm. and I can tell yeah. you Teresa it, 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 and I hate to I don't mean to bust up your business here uh Timmy but but there's really not much to a dishwasher, there really isn't. I mean, it's, okay. it's not even a lot of moving parts in there. You know,
3: okay. most every every almost every moving part inside the actual cavity of that dishwasher uh-huh. is done off water pressure. The arm that spins, oh really? It just shoots water in that arm, mm-hmm. and it's got a little, you know, the the little uh, jets Jet. are pouring it sideways. Uh-huh. So whenever that water hits it, it just shoop,
1: spins oh. it. Yeah, yeah. There's there's hardly anything in a dishwasher, so they're fairly. They're at least easy to pull apart. I can tell you that part. Then you call Timmy to come fix it.
7: Oh, okay. So (laughs) would you suggest starting with a seal and then move up from there?
3: I would try to pinpoint, you know, I mean, if you can lay on the floor, take that little panel off the very bottom of it. It's about four inches tall, about, you know, 24, something like that wide, and 28, whatever. Um, You can take that thing off and just point you a flashlight in there, try to find out exactly where that water's coming from, and then... Go from there because I mean, you don't want to just go buy a seal for a door, you know, that might end up costing you, you know, 30 bucks or something for nothing, you know.
7: I understand. I understand. Well, I guess I'll be on the floor looking at it.
3: <laughs> well, You've been careful yeah, you though, Teresa.
1: Right. Thanks a lot. Yes, Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Bye. All right, let's go to Frank and Jackson. Now, Frank, I knew you were going to make a comment here. So, what do you got about that LG fridge?
11: Yeah, a 10 year old refrigerator. LG went away one weekend, come back, all the food has been spoiled. It seems that the little light inside the refrigerator would not go out. So it heated up everything in the refrigerator.
1: The and light?
11: Blind, and this has been like a 15-year problem they've had. They finally got a class-action lawsuit requiring LG to re- repair and replace that unit. Um, I took the light bulb out. It works fine other than that. Right. And it's been a year trying to get the guy to come out. Because so there's only one repair service in the state authorized to make the warranty repair. Yep. So uh, buy local if you can. Number two, wow, uh, man. they do solar new window coating that they're using on commercial buildings that converts normal windows into solar panels. Ooh. And they're starting with a commercial office buildings. Uh, they're still trying to wrap this up. They've got a couple of demonstration projects going but that's going to really now. Do that would
1: be cool. Yes,
11: thirty percent on their uh, electricity just by using their existing windows. And I love you guys. Uh, let the uh, let the repairman say a few things before you go off,
1: though. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Uh, I, uh, let the repairman talk first. Yeah. yeah. Let's
3: talk. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the bowl, you know, being being lit in there is definitely going to cause that problem. But I mean, the th- you got to figure out why. You know, it could be a board issue. It could be, you know, uh, a wire. You know, the, the sheathing on there might be so the the heating up something.
1: thing. Obviously, they had not switched to uh, LED by that point. Well, it, 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 you know, I mean, well,
3: I mean, this, this is another you know the older stuff. You uh-huh. know, when I say LG, ten years old, right. know, It's not really that old, but right? I mean, they used the just an old appliance bulb. Oh, okay, you know, so thing, yeah, I don't remember what the it's watt, incandescent bulb. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know the so wattage. It gets hot. It, hot it
1: does. I wonder if he could put. An LED, like a, a, you know what I'm saying? It In, could be,
3: it could be, something. and that that might help. You know, yeah, uh, it, it would help a lot because they don't get as hot, right? Um, but I wouldn't want be a fire a light. light? You
4: know, nah. food, refrigerated catch on fire? I
1: don't know. Uh, let's not do that. let <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> scare me to death. Light bulb, right? <laughs> okay. Well, Jonas is telling us to shut up. So. Appreciate that, man. Love you, Jonas. Yep. <laughs> All right. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Jonas Adams. Our call screener today was Kevin Farrell. For Del Moore, Jeff Sammons, and Timmy McClendon, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Sherita Brent, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.